Anyway, welcome back. I am, of course, your host, Don't Kill Chill, and you are with me on the Work in Progress podcast. I'm here with my co-host, the beautiful, the wonderful, the slightly balding CEO, Johnny. Uh, We have with us a special guest, a returning guest to the podcast in a very different fashion, uh, Shilfer. Thank you for joining us today. Appreciate having you on. You're welcome. Yeah, it's always good when we get uh, a chance to sit down and have conversations because it's fun to see how your mind works. It's a little bit... Man's got thoughts. Yeah, the air's a little bit thinner up there in Canada, so it's it's good to get some insight. Uh, shout out to all our Canadian listeners. I know you guys probably have to all huddle up and listen to this on the one radio that's in that country. But, uh, you know... It's cold up there, you know? No, it's jokes. It is cold. Um. Yeah. So today's today's kind of a different episode. It's more of just like a you know the last couple ones we've had like more structured settlements. It's been more of like an interview style of of episodes. But today it's kind of just open three, dialogue. Yeah, open dialogue. Three pals. We got a lot of uh, interesting topics to talk about. Um, one topic in specific that I don't know if you want to start with or not. Is you know the first episode that we had you on Shelf, it was uh, with a group of gentlemen that I mean you got the picture of it right up there. I don't know if you want to start there. Just get just get the the uh, you know the elephant out of the room. Uh, introduce yourself again for those new listeners we're gonna get. Yes, please. Uh, bonjour, je m'appelle Chof, as we would say up here in Canada to you guys. <laughs> Only in your province, let's be real. No, the province next door. Fuck uh, them. Quebec. Quebec. Um, Quebec. <laughs> I see those gamer so, tags. I'm going to stop you right there. And I run at them. When I went to Montreal to visit, it's so weird. Because you go to order something, they greet you in French, and then they greet you again in, in English. Do that. And just the double greeting kind of threw me off. I was like, I know you need, I know you know English, but like you could just... See, I didn't know they did that there because usually, unless you're like so far from the border, you have to be bilingual and you have to greet in both. But usually, when you're deep into Quebec like that in Montreal, you don't. They just do French and they say "fuck yeah. you" if you're English. Yeah, it's pretty standard. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that they're they're quite confrontational up there. In uh, yes, do not drive in Montreal. What is it? Br- is it British Columbia? Oh, is that the part of Canada that's in? I thought I was going to die in the no. British Columbia is like here. Yeah. Then you got like a couple provinces, mm-hmm. me, and then Montreal, Quebec. You got a bit of a ways. French, French Canada. I don't know how you. The French Canadians. French Canadians, cheeky little bastards they are. Mm. Not very good. Anyways, <clears throat> no. No, no, that's, no, no, that's no. you know what you know what no. They're aggressive. We're gonna we're gonna put a public announcement out there for the French, because I really want to go to France. I would love to. I have a, a, one a, a one beautiful, wonderful girlfriend, and I would love to take her to the you city take of Rome, Italy. whatever they call her. Oh yeah, we're going. That's already. <laughs> but I want to take her to France because it's you know every it's like the picturesque, you know this is where you go. This is like the fairy tale scenes and the Eiffel Tower and baguettes and like whatever else you know goes on there. But I hear that French people, specifically in the city of France, are the city of big France, about it. 
if you try to speak French to them, or if you're like yes, American, they, yes, they actually true. don't Not like because. Americans at all. And I want to tell you, Americans. you know what? This is going to be an open letter directly to you, France, and, and to you, members of France, the city. A hot take. All right, he's about to get canceled. Goddamn. Not France, the city. Paris. Paris. Yeah. I'm sorry. There you go. That is how deep it. in my rage I am. Yeah, this but, is why they let me put it to you this way. <laughs> let me put it to you this way. The city. If you had a city that was 90% of the year was filled with tourists 100% of the time, how would you feel? Uh, you and see, they're all arrogant tourists, may I add. You see, they're Johnny, like you, chill. I do live in that exact scenario, being in San Diego. True. And it's mostly the smelliest Eastern European people I've ever encountered in my life. And um, they're all very nice. Most of the time, they're very, very nice. But I just... Oh, good thing you're going to Western Europe. Yeah. Western Europe is where you want to be. Anyway, back to my anger. To the people of Paris, knock it off. Be nicer to people. That's your last warning. Anyway. Can't say that kind of stuff nowadays. He's going to get canceled. Yeah. I didn't threaten the prime minister of France is going to DM. Yeah, they're going to think (laughs) with Russia and fucking bomb them, too. Dude, see, that's where you start to create some issues is when you start to. (laughs) I'm just leaving it very open ended. Okay. because if I come to Paris. And I did the croissants in Montreal are fucking top notch. Tell you that much. They're so fucking good. I just ate like four of them. Yeah, I, w- I want to go to Canada. I got a, I got a good buddy. Shout out to Spatula. Lives out there in Canada. Where best? His name's Jacob. His name's Jacob. Where Where does he live? Mm. Let me Let me text him and if he responds. Yeah, just ask him. Oh, I like this. I like this. What part of Canada do you live in? Again, <clears throat> we'll find out. But he's got like a very fucking you know it's me and the boys out there grabbing some fish just cutting holes in the ice and you know we're in and out and we're fucking back to work in the uh canadian bacon factories and such you know wasn't bad stuff like that good. yeah yeah yeah. They, good. yeah where they package peanut butter in a meat container <laughs> mm-hmm. canadian tuxedos all denim why mm-hmm have you pin. worn? Have you worn denim? Yeah, jeans. I have one day. pair of jeans. Shit's comfy. It is, I, and I, it's I, cotton, baby. Let's go. Represent. Thanks for supporting my industry. <laughs> yeah, I um, I really feel like I could pull off a Canadian tuxedo. I just think there's something about a bolo tie that I think can really give me a heads up. And I think to my next job interview, thinking about investing in a Canadian hey, tuxedo. Show us talk hookup. about a power move. I might even get like jean material underwear and just be absolutely uncomfortable. No, I don't see too much. Underwear. I don't see much. You got a you got a jean jacket. Hey, who's your guy? Let's look that up. Throw that on the board real quick. Oh, the skirt guy. 
No, you know, and Joe it's Rogan, true. he's got the guy. He's got the guy oh, that looks everything up. And, yeah, it's oh. Jamie. Tell I, Jimmy. I, I, am the, I am the Jamie, unfortunately. Denim, denim underwear. We're Googling it. It's no got to be a thing. It is a thing. Well, I don't know if you call this underwear. What about jocks? Kind of like, like short-ass shorts. Jocks? Is there jocks? What is that? What would you describe that as? Socks. Made of jeans. Oh, yeah. We, no. Denim no. panties are super short, super short denim shorts designed oh, yeah. to look like underwear, but complete mm -hmm. with belt loops and a button fastening in the style of yeah, your standard yeah, it's pair like of denim. Daisy Dukes. Yeah, dude. See, but the thing, you can't just go out and buy denim. You have to make your own. Like, not make your own, but custom do it. Like, if you're going to go buy jorts, you fucking cut those jorts to your fitting. You cut those legs. They got the raw. We don't wear jean shorts in America. I, yeah, well, I'm going to have to stop you, you right the, there, Johnny, because I do have a pair of jean official? shorts. And um, the pockets are so deep on them. <laughs> they, so they, they, they sit right about my knees. Right, yeah. right above the knee. It's probably about seven or eight inch, maybe nine inch inseam. The pocket goes from, you know, if you can imagine where a pocket is on a pair of shorts. Mm -hmm. This is the main pocket. These are cargo jorts that I have. Yeah. So the main pocket starts where a pocket normally is. It ends at right about the bottom of the short. So if you want to think about that in terms of Let's just take cans of beer. You can fit a whole baguette when you go to France in there. Like a twelve inch, a twelve yeah. ounce can of beer, right? Like your standard twelve ounce, or I don't know, whatever that is in liters for you, Canadians. Um, I could fit three, three twelve inch cans standing on top of each other in each pocket. That's ridiculous. On top of those are party pants. The two cargo front pockets I have on that. So you're talking about. You got a good couple of pints in there. Two two back pockets. I could fit a full twelve pack in just this pair of jorts. Good. Yeah. Good. You almost got a two four pack in. It's incredible. Yeah, I love these pants. Anyway, we got way off topic from where we were we were heading. Yeah, Shove was introducing himself. We went yeah. down this Canadian rabbit hole. <laughs> we just had to get some things off my chest here about Canada. But he loves it. He yeah. loves it. I do love Canada. I hate okay. the cold, but I love Canada. To preface, I, I, I it's just disclaimer. There we go. I like Canada too. We're all in North America here. Okay? All of us. It's North America. We're all one peoples. I love Canada. Go ahead, Joe. I mean, I think we kind of got my introduction out of the I think place. we did. That I'm was, fucking that was Canadian good. and I'm just fucked up. Yeah. Um,. You know, shelf leader of uh, the real ones. Now, in a transitionary period, has kind of become uh, a very important person within the organization that is fluid. Uh, he is the real one. Yes, he is the real one now. Shelf, if you want to kind of go into a little more detail as much as you feel comfortable with regarding everything that's happened with the real ones since our last episode um those few months ago Ooh, um i think it was a long time coming honestly uh with the ups and downs of real ones and not necessarily i shouldn't say real ones but the ups and downs of warzone 
uh, it just made everything very inconsistent. Um, part of it being my fault because we didn't really have a certain idea of what we wanted to do. Whether that was go competitive or do content. Because one, one month content was popping off, the guys would be in it. Next month, comp would be popping off, guys want to be in it. Um, and it was just very up and down for everything. And then when Warzone got stale, especially everyone kind of lost motivation. I think we talked about this last time uh, on the last podcast when World Season of Warzone came out and certain people didn't get in when they definitely should have had the chances just because of everything that was happening. VPN-wise, the bracket-wise. I think everyone was just very disappointed on the team. Uh, and they just decided to take a break. And when Warzone 2 was ready to come out, I think everyone just saw what the game was going to be like, and they were so disappointed that it wasn't going to be better to expectation of what Warzone 1 was. Um, and they just kind of let their priorities go elsewhere. I mean, I know a couple guys... We're starting school the exact same time that Warzone 2 was coming out. People's work schedules are starting to get a lot busier, and I just think priorities were somewhere else. Um, and we all came to an agreement that it was just better to to cut ties, call it a day. Um, you know, going for over a year of up, down, up, down, up, down, it kind of gives you a peace of mind that, you know, if you're not going up, then... I mean, everyone's wasting their own time. I understand that sometimes it is a long run, but um, there are times where you kind of realize that once it's, this is like not just the first time, but the second and third time this occurs, maybe it's time to just to just hang them up yeah. and focus on other things. And, and I was fine with that. Obviously, it hurt for a little bit because I worked so hard with the guys and on real ones, especially with Fluid, uh, to get where we were. But, uh, you know, the stinger went away and I've been working really hard with Fluid to get us to where we think we can be, mm -hmm. uh, which hopefully a lot more will be coming out that soon with the recruitment challenge and everything else that's going on. So, yeah, yeah, it was I mean, basically up and downs. And, it, you know, what you said is so true, man. And it's like, I think the whole thing with like this small creator space is always don't quit, mm -hmm. don't quit don't quit keep going because you never know you know but it comes a certain point you know where you got to face reality in the face you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta face reality you gotta you know understand where your limitations are and, and when it is time to kind of call it a day not everybody's gonna be able to work together forever and i mean the fact that you guys were even able to stay together as a team for you know, i'm sure there was like some inner working ups and downs and changes and people coming in coming out but the fact that the real ones itself was able to maintain and like stay alive for you know over a year was that's something to be yeah, proud exactly. of within itself right and it led you yeah, into you know where you are now uh, in the organization and everything like that which I think is good it sets you up even outside of gaming right like you understand what it's like to help run an organization and it gives you leadership skills and you know, you're just kind of developing good skills for life in general. You know what I mean? Yeah, Which honestly, I, I I've learned. It's, it's admirable. Yeah, I think I've learned a lot um, from doing all this. Just like how to t time manage, work with people, connect. Network was the biggest thing that I think I've really learned from all of this, honestly. Video games and how video games have evolved now to 
just playing the game, but to yeah. network, I think it's the biggest thing I've learned. Mm-hmm. And it makes putting it into to, to real life, it's changed, honestly, everything makes my job. Because my job does a lot of networking um, that I never really knew anything to do with. But just doing it in gaming has helped me open up so much more um, yeah. with building those commu- connections. So it's been good. I think everything happens for a reason. I mean, real ones didn't work out, but that gave me more time to help work with Fluid and mm. do what we need to do. So, and it's, I mean, it's not like it. it's not like all the yeah. real ones. I mean, some guys did end up leaving Fluid in general, but we still right. have a, a few of the guys um, within the organization kind of just handling the content creation side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the yeah, Audie and uh, Audie and Cora still here. Yep. Uh, and they're still doing their thing. They're doing a lot of comp. I see them in a lot of tournaments. So they're they're still grinding. No, there was never there was never a doubt that the grind wasn't there. Uh, yeah, so they're still doing their thing. Those were the two that stayed till the very end. They didn't want to leave real ones. But at the end of the day, I just made it. You know, it was a it was an apparent decision that I could either go full force with fluid, help them where we need to be, or I can straggle and grind along with real ones. That's you know, we can do our best, but. We, I think Fluid had a lot more potential to help these two guys out, Cora and Adi, under the Fluid name than uh, trying to straggle on the, the real one's name. So, Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a healthy change and everybody's doing well now. And it's good. I, th- I think it's been a positive for sure. And, um, you know, it's just about finding those positive outlooks within the negative that kind of help you. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing. Always have to find positive somewhere. And I'm sure, like, how did that kind of affect you on, like, a personal level? You know what I mean? Like, with your, I mean, to put so much of your effort and time into making sure that this thing stayed afloat and stayed alive. Like, I'm Uh, sure that took, like, a a big effect on you mentally. Dude, I I remember the DMs. I felt his emotion through those. That night. I was like, dude, calm down. Let's sleep on this real quick. No, like that night, it was honestly the silliest thing. Because, like, I didn't know how important Real Ones was to me Mm -hmm. and the guys were to me until it was, like, over. I was a wreck that night for no reason at all. Like, I never thought I'd be, like, emotional over it. I was so upset. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't downplay it either, man. I mean... It's, you yeah, I don't think I, reason. I like, didn't sleep that night. Yeah. Not a, not a wink. I was so tired. The next day I had to get up. I had to go to work, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to work." Definitely, uh, definitely an emotional night, day the next day. But uh, we regrouped. Like I said, um, I think negatives can eat someone alive. Yeah, and make or break their next path. And I just I try so hard not to let it. Um, <laughs> That's and such important, it's... dude. That that's like spot on because everybody, I mean, even in any aspect of life, really, everybody just focuses on the negative aspects of everything. Negative because it's it's so shit. much easier to to focus on that than something that's positive. Mm-hmm. And the negative uh, is just a lesson. It's no, hundred percent. And that's why, like, I'm always sharing the Kobe things because he's always talking about failure and what failure actually is. And it's not a negative thing. It's a positive thing. And I think, especially for gamers, people that compete and, like, want to stream full-time, whatever, all the negatives, there's so much of it because they're looking at their numbers. They're looking at their analytics. And I think that's just 
I mean, you see it on the timeline all the time. Mental health, mental health. You know, I got to quit this, do that. And it's just, you know, you have to retrain your brain to think a certain way. Yeah. 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 Don't watch your words there. You might end up sounding like Top G. I think I've heard him say that once or twice. You got to watch yourself. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, man. It's like. And I think that's why even if people aren't successful in this space right you hopefully you don't just take it as like oh I, I quit you take it as something that you can take back into your personal life and say I overcame so many obstacles so many objections that kind of helped me become a better person and you're you know you just kind of have a better outlook on things like I know for me um, so one of my old jobs is I used to sell solar door to door and anybody that's worked in door-to-door sales knows how difficult it can be. And you are going to get a no probably about 99% of the time. Of the time. Really? You must say, be good. No, I'd probably say about 80 or 90% of the time because I wasn't very good at it. Um, but that shit is tough, bro. Mm. Just having to overcome objection after objection and that's they, they like train you to become a, a freaking you don't take no for nothing and I, mm-hmm. I used to like shadow guys the like top guys in our company who are making tens of thousands of dollars a month and I mean you could tell this guy no to his face and like start shutting the door in his face I've seen it happen that dude slammed the door in his face and he's still talking to him through the door like with a smile on his face. I'm like, how can you be like that, dude? Somebody slams the door in my face. I'm done. I'm shut down. Like, I can't take it. How, like for me, for me personally, dude, knocking on the door. I did not want to knock on the door for the fear of how that person was going to react. Right. But it's, it's partially because you kind of put yourself in the mindset of the person who's behind it. You're at home with your family. You don't want to deal with somebody coming and knocking on your door. No, hundred percent. But and it's I'm like, not, yeah, yeah, you, it's you take mindset. that. It's all mindset. If you yeah. go into it with the, the mindset of I, I, I'm expecting this guy to tell me no, then and it's gonna be a no. It's gonna 100% be a no. Because right. you're not gonna go and, into it with your whole heart. Yeah. You're gonna give your pitch and mm-hmm. like, da, 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 da. Yeah. And I'm not so trying we're... to preach an Andrew Tate fucking thing. I'm just saying that. No, I was kidding. It's yeah, I know, but like a lot of people think that way that you can't retrain your brain to to do something. I'm not saying. No, I Everything's think that, like, there's Thomas. negatives that you're not going to face that are actually mm-hmm. negatives, and there's nothing positive about it. Yeah, but like, Eric. yeah, no, Eric I, Thomas got me through my 19 to 23 year old age phase, probably. Eric Thomas. I don't know if you guys know him, but is he Canadian. <laughs> I was just about to ask. No, no, no. Like, no clue who this guy is. He's a yeah. motivational speaker from the United States. Um. I listened to, he has one video that he's most famous for. How bad do you want to succeed? I listen to that every single day, pretty much all day. Like someone would fucking listen to Drake on repeat. I listen to Eric Thomas. How bad do you want to succeed? Every single day. For years. When I'd be at work. Because, like, it's all fucking mental. Yeah. Man, it's, it is all mental. Like, when you go into something, it's like, for someone who's, Let's say, if, like for me, for example, I have a mortgage to pay. I go to work. If I don't do my job, if I don't make whatever I need to do make happen today, I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. Yep. Like, it's 
you have to go in with if i don't do this i'm fucked so i need to get it done oh, yeah. and that there that's, is no no as an answer it's that's the it new done. england patriots motto yeah. do your job they have a big sign mm-hmm. as soon as you enter the building that says do your job do they you know yeah. you go into all these other businesses and stuff and i think nick saban says it in my one of my favorite speeches he does he says you know you go into all these businesses and you see all these things entrepreneurship ownership all this shit no, the Patriots have do your job because if you don't do your job, it's going to affect everybody else in the building, and you're going to be gone. Exactly. So, we have the same yeah. thing up in our arena for our boys on the hockey team. That same quote from the New England Patriots: "Do your job." And that's what yeah. we preach to our boys every single night that we're at the rink. Because if you do your job, everyone else does their job. Everyone yep. goes home. Yep. Exactly. So, it's an easy, important, easy. Important mindset to have, man. Is you can be a team player all you want. You can want to do everything for the team. But if you don't do what you got to do, hold up your end of the bargain. Exactly. Your weak link in the chain. One weak link in the chain is all it takes for the chain to break. You're not a team player if you're not doing your fucking job at the yep. end of the day. You are the problem. Mm-hmm. So. 100%. I mean, you can bitch and complain about what Karen's doing on the team as well. But I can guarantee you, if you're bitching and complaining about Karen, you're not doing your shit properly either. Nope. Too busy worried about mentally. Karen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking get rid of the negativity and just do your shit. Just do your job, baby. So simple. But, I mean, I shouldn't say simple. It took me years to kind of get to where I am now. Yeah, I mean, not it, it's, it's not me. easy because every day you wake up from start to finish, there's negative shit everywhere. Yeah, bro. It's yeah. just I bet of... you I could I could refresh my timeline and scroll down probably ten tweets and four of them or something about something negative. Yeah. All right, we're testing it. Twitter, here we go. My first tweet on the timeline is: So is there invisibility hacks now or what? I thought I was losing my mind. That's Someone negative. complaining up against Warzone two. Um. Oh, too positive. Nice sponsorships, of course. Swear people buy from resale stores and expect me to get their money back. Okay, that's not bad. And then some, yeah. No, actually, you know what? That was a bad, bad example tonight, boys. Only two yeah, negative. it was bad example. Same here. Mine's all uh, tiger and that. fluid gabagool talking. It's the, it's the energy from this podcast. It's yeah, it's it already is. making Visualize. its way through. I was just gonna say it's already, it's already making its way into the people. According to Tiger. Red Tiger, Ryan, Goat. If you open stronghold doors, this is a war zone. Uh, that's mine. If you open stronghold doors in a pregame lobby, they'll be open in game. Allegedly. Ooh, allegedly. Hot take for Warzone Two players. Yeah. So for those Warzone Two guys, I'm sure by the time this podcast releases, that'll be patched and they'll be on to the next bullshit thing. Who knows? You never. Who I knows? mean, hey. So what? They're I on vacation. That they, yeah, they're on like a three week break or something like that until after Christmas. Yep. So maybe not. Um, but we'll see. That that kind of leads me to the next thing I want to talk about a little bit. Mm-hmm. By the way, I did get an update from my buddy. He lives in. He lives in. I'll just ask this guy real quick. Hold on, I can't see his face. The Activision CEO. We'll just ask uh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, I, I met him before. I met him at Twitch. <laughs> Did you? I met him That's at Twitch. Awesome. Yeah, he was a cool dude. Is he actually the awesome. Activision CEO or is he just plays the character? <laughs> no. Right? No, it's character. always TikTok. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. 
because I, I saw him and I chatted him up a little bit because he came into my shop and he was a cool dude. That's awesome. Yeah, that's another thing. I we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, he lives in Sask in Regina. Sask. Oh, he's way over there in the way plains. Up there. He's in the nowhere zone. He's in the flatlands. Yeah. The it's cold up there. Yes, it's cold it's everywhere. It's cold everywhere, bro. This game is. It's like right the. I mean, you could. I mean, the, for them, it's like freezing and then cold. Alaska's in Canada. And Alaska's in the United States. It, it is a part of the United States, but it's in Canada. Yes. Right? Almost next to Russia. Almost. Right? Well, Am I crazy with that? If you look at the maps. It's, it's beside, uh, yeah. So yeah. I wasn't wrong. You just wanted to make me look stupid. Well, is my it. My own show. Is it? Is it Canada? It's, it's in yeah. Canada. It's in like. How is it in Canada if it's a fucking United States? It's because it's not connected to the rest of the United States. Hawaii is a part is is a United State, but it's not in the mm -hmm. United States. It's mm -hmm. not the continental. There you go. It's not a part Al of the continental United States. Alaska. Anyway, anyway I I kind of want to get into Warzone too a little bit. Yes, uh -oh. drop it on me. Um, I really hated it at first. A whole bunch. A whole bunch. Really? I did not like it. Now, here's, here's the thing, right? So, I love sniping. That's my thing. Mm -hmm. If you check my watch time on Twitch, the number one person I watch, in my opinion, one of the best snipers on the game, Phase Dirty. That's my boy. Like, the only person I watch. Sniping is my blood. Since Black Ops mm -hmm. 2, it's all I do. So... I mean, Warzone, off, there Warzone 1, Car 98K, one of the greatest guns to me in the history of the game. Facts. You could, tell everybody I mean, sniped with the DMR. Bro, you could be dogging people Ooh. left and right with the Car 98K. Not really so much like that. I, granted, Warzone 2 is a completely different game. Pacing-wise, you know, mm -hmm. play style, map, it's, it's very different. I don't think so, so that anymore. Style of gameplay is a lot different. You know what I mean? Teams aren't. You don't see unless you have like a vehicle in Warzone 2. You're not flying around. But anyway, Go sniping is so much different, right? So for me, I hated mm -hmm. it at first because, I mean, for it was like one or two of the snipers, like you could headshot somebody and it would just break plates. You wouldn't even get a headshot downs. Like there was a lot of weird things. It was fun in multiplayer, but I had a lot of big audio issues. And I had like played around with settings to, to make sure I heard footsteps and stuff like that. And I still couldn't. Um, some of the guns, like I had a really issue, even though I was killing people fast, I was getting killed so fast, like the TTK was so fucked up. And I didn't mm -hmm. like how slow the game was. But I started to realize like we've been kind of conditioned. If you look like other battle royales, I mean, Warzone 1 was like the only one that's super fast like that. Like even Fortnite was like a little bit slower paced for the most part. So what about I kind Apex, is, Apex is, it depends on the lobby you get, man. Sometimes you don't even see a team until second to last circle. Yeah. It just depends on who you play with. Which all that slide canceling, too. man. Yeah. I mean, the movement is, I think, like the thing that, it didn't kill it for me because I didn't like, I just liked that you could get from one place to the next quicker with slide canceling. Yeah. But I, I, I do like the movement of this game now. I feel more grounded, like, I don't know. I, I like it a lot more now. I played a bunch of games today with Reaper, and I really thought that would make me hate it because of how bad he is. Um, 
Preach. That's just that's just a little friendly banter, but yeah, um, I don't know. I like it now. What, what do you guys think about it? How are you feeling on, on Warzone Two so far? Yeah, it's um, you're the Warzone expert. I yeah. I tried I try to think back to Warzone when when I played it to start, and honestly, my memory is so bad. But I I think it's relatively the same. How much I enjoy it. Like I love Warzone Two right now mm-hmm. because it gives me so much optimism of how good the game is going to be because they only need to make a couple tweaks and we have the best br ever yeah like simple shit like well let I me mean, tell I you guess, something i guess they're not the going to make those tweaks so well you, you have to like you can't keep the servers the way they are right now the, it's like, going to take them a possible. while man i i yeah i, I figured which is fine early which february fine. to early march is when we'll actually start getting because, but we have two years yeah. of this game exactly which is well, fine like, so there's no they're, rush they're making warzone separate like yeah there and is. i think that's a good thing like they need to Ooh. they have too many they need to do like, that first of all we... call of duty sorry call of duty needs to go back to call of duty they need to stop making just because another popular game came out call of duty and activision always feel like they have to fucking make that inside call of duty like you did, you didn't off. need to make a knockoff version of fucking Tarkov inside Call of Duty. That's terrible. Call of Duty needs to chill. Like it needs I, to focus I'm... on multiplayer and what the mm. fucking people want, and then Warzone. The people and... don't want a game every year, and I understand now they're finally after years and years going every two years. No, it's we're still two Wait. years. I thought we were getting another game next year. Now I thought the two year thing stopped. No, not this is this was this last one year game we need to fuck off with the one year games you need to take your time yeah, take all the duty releasing in 2023 after all mm. it's probably just another entry in modern warfare 2 but they are making a whole new thing Ooh, we'll see it's probably something to do with warzone yeah, but uh... yeah i don't know yeah i mean warzone 2 is great they need to fix the servers um they're it's not as clunky as day one. Like I found on day the first like week yeah. or so, it was very clunky the movement, and I don't know if that had to do with the servers and the lag and everything like that. But if everything feels a lot more smooth, like my just my response time with my movements, like my jumping, my dolphin diving, all that seems a lot more. I guess you could say input in, inputting better. Yeah. On my response time, I don't know if it's just because I'm not lagging as much anymore. What it is, but that feels so much better. They need to fix the UAVs. Um, only one UAV per buy station is awful, and they have that glitch right, everybody, going on right now. So like, if you go buy it, I can't go buy one. Mm, I think so. So some some of the, the re- stuff in the buy station has like a certain amount that can be purchased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying if another team already hit that buy, I can't buy it there. That's what you're saying. Like, there's four yeah, UAVs in a box. I don't know. Like, I don't see any explanations about what the actual thing is. Yeah. Like, sometimes it could be you like show one up, per buy, team it's or gone. Yeah, like, sometimes I show up and you can't buy a UAV. Sometimes I show up and well, you I can't. Well, I know certain buy stations have certain things in it. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's which is stupid. Like, when I'm uh, running out of ammo near end like zone that. and I can't oh, buy yeah, there's a no ammo box. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come well, on. Guess you got to get like, headshots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which but, do trigger uh, this time, by the way. It's but I, I don't know. Pretty interesting. Too many people are complaining about the game when at this time, I think, I could be wrong, but this far into the game, we already had the gas glitch where you had 
just infinite stims and can sit in the glass and hide on Verdansk. Yeah. I think we're at that time already in Warzone 1 when you could do that. Like, But I mean... You, I don't think there's many game-breaking shit in Warzone 2 right now that's ruining everyone's fucking experience. I don't think so either, but I think that's the Call of Duty community. And there's like Every, a, there's fun stuff too, you know? They could have released a perfect game and everybody mm -hmm. would be bitching about it. No, everyone's bitching about the slide canceling and the slowness. Well, I shouldn't say well, everybody. It's the it's the people that I follow, which is unfortunate. I follow too many of the pros, because and I'm only getting the one opinion. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is which is what Joe seems to like it. Joe loves it. I fuck all the. I think a good amount of pros like it, but then you get your. Oh yeah, you get the other ones. Yeah, yeah, know. no, dude. I completely agree with you, but I just Call of Duty's got that negative connotation around it every time a game comes out. I was yeah. like, oh, give it a week. Everybody loves multiplayer and Everybody, then wait. You know what it is, man? It's like some, some one person will put out like a big thing. And then that one thing will divide the Call of Duty community, right? What was the first big one? Like big, big. Verdansk has got to go. Verdansk yeah. has got to go. I can't wait for Verdansk to be gone. This map is fucking stupid. They don't yeah. change anything. And I'll be honest with you, man. I let it creep into my brain and I said it a couple times out of anger. Did I mean it? Hell no. Because what we got in return was probably like the thing that nearly killed the game. I mean, if you think about it, bro. Once Verdansk was gone, everybody was in kind of agreement pretty much agreement that oh my god i want for dance back and the thing that kept the war zone alive was rebirth island mm -hmm. and then they brought out fortune's keep and then fortune's keep i mean bro fortune's keep was ass fortune's keep was ass but it was like another mm -hmm. thing that wasn't caldera <laughs> you well, know what I, mean? I don't i can't remember i remember talking about this i, I don't know if we talked it on this podcast or if i talked about it with somebody else i think somebody mentioned it, it was either Audi or cora but I honestly don't think Verdansk is what people hated. I think it was the hackers. And the hackers ruining the game is what made them have a bad experience and on Verdansk. And there were so many ways for them to they, ruin the game, too, They bro. did get the experience on Verdansk like they would have now with yeah. the anti-cheat. I think if there was an anti-cheat and no hackers on Verdansk, we would not have one single complaint on that map. Game, it was bro. the hackers that were ruining it. It was that in combination with how many broken things. Like, Cold War was the beginning of the year. Yeah. They introduced yeah. those guns, and then the DMR and the, the AUG. Yeah. Just, they should have just... Oh, my God. They need there's a vault still, of guns or something. There's still... but the Yeah. See, that's the thing that made... That, that has, like, maintained the relevance of Fortnite, right? Is their willingness to listen to the people who play their games and experiment with new things and not being afraid to hurt a couple people's feelings in order to make the majority happy. I think the thing that really kind of started the beginning of the end was Cold War. I mean, if you remember correctly, the DMR and the AUG, like the super broken guns. When it was just Modern Warfare and it was just the Modern Warfare guns... I mean, things were great. The metas were super balanced. Everybody was having a lot of fun. Kilo MP5, Car 98K. I mean, people were running whatever they wanted and, and, and were killing with it. It was fun, dude. And then they added the shotgun. Then they added the <laughs> shotguns. 
and like the doof doofs. Bro, the doof doofs. And what was that shit from um from Cold War? It was like the Jack uh, Twelve, and then that other one that had like uh, the drum on it. Yeah, that was the striker. striker. Striker, yeah, yeah, the striker. yeah with the oh, incendiary rounds. Incendiary rounds, those bro. Were never, those were never too crazy. I oh was, man, bro. I don't know what houses you were dropping into, but, <laughs> but I was getting shredded. I mean, what was the, uh, what was the LMG that was quick. super broken? The Bruin. The Bruin was yeah. nasty. No, 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 no. This was before yeah, the Bruin. The, there was uh, another uh, one. It was like uh, before or after the DMR. No, it was the Bruin. The yeah. Meadows went. There was the Kilo, the Graw. The Kilo is my favorite gun. I haven't changed. Well, now I have. Yeah, no but... facts. Um, the DMR, the AUG, the Bruin, the C58. Bruin. That's... Broken. That's what no. we said, yes. No, no, no. DMR, that's not it. Anyways. It was the Bruin. Nick Merckx used it. Made it popular. It was like his go-to Marks, gun. Yeah. yeah. He was nasty was... with the Bruin back in the day. It was not hard to use, yeah. Bruin MP5, man. Anyways. Nasty little gun combo. MP7. Yeah, I think... XM4, man. I had called oh, the XM4 for the longest, bro. Was good. That was the first I gun I used when Cold War came out. And I'm like, damn. I, I know, because it, it was on ground loot, and it was always so... Always shredding. That good. blue XM4 what? was nasty. What about the green kilo, dude? That was yeah. it. Love it. Love it. I miss the ground loot like that. Take me mm. back, bro. Just just one more time. Just one more yeah. playthrough on Verdansk. That's now it's okay. filled with buzz. Well, if it was still think, up, I think, all the hackers I think we have one of the best maps right now, honestly. It's a I fun map. It's fantastic. It's I think you map. can get everywhere oh, yeah. pretty easy. Mm -hmm. um, the rotations are super simple. Like It's literally just Zaya, which is observatory, but... straight to hydroelectric. Uh, and then you just it's a quick rotation from there. I, I kind of just drop on safe crackers, and then you get some cash, you buy a UAV, get your guns, and then you're just hopping by station to buy station, grabbing UAVs. And Do you think the simplicity moves? of it is going to get boring? No. I think they're going to make a score. Like, we already, there was a TikTok that's going viral right now. Someone was able, Someone got a bug by the devs. Uh, they were able to buy a loadout. I think it was two days ago. It went viral. Maybe yesterday. So loadouts are coming to Warzone. Apparently. Well, they said they said they were right. We need the loadouts, bro. I would like they, to change my perks added, if I could. They added the loadouts. They added the loadout drop. They weren't going to do that. Now they have apparently coming because of this bug. Maybe not. Maybe it was just a bug. But you can buy loadouts. So buy your whole class or just one gun? Mm -hmm. Whole class, mm. like you would. Instead of just a primary, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which honestly, I kind of like buying your primary because it has the attachments. I didn't know you were gonna get your attachments when the yeah. game dropped. So yeah. like, what bad SMG are you picking well, up? Well, right you don't get the if you You're buy not. from the box, you don't get the gun with the attachments, right? Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. If you don't I only have bought it, it from the loadout box. So or, the like, only the and I just figured this out today because I, I accidentally picked up. So the only gun that I have unlocked and fully leveled this is attack 56 because I, I haven't played multiplayer in forever i'm hard stuck on fifa well that so gun I, shreds I, I yeah luckily it's one of the best guns in the game so i accidentally picked up another gun and it was fully kitted 
So if you if you're in like the pregame lobby and you have your like the, where you can select your classes and everything like that, I only have mm-hmm. one class made and the rest are just like pre-made classes. But it's all f- guns that have like five attachments that are fully loaded, no matter what it is. So I just get my Tac 56 and then when the loadout drop comes, pick up my secondary class which has the Lockman sub which I don't have unlocked, and I just yeah. run with those two. It's a nasty combo. Yeah, but then at the same time you can. What we kind of do by the time you land at Zaya or Observatory, whatever people call it, uh, by the time you clear that out, usually the strongholds go active and yeah. someone already started it because they have a hard on for strongholds. Mm-hmm. And you just interrupt their stronghold and you get your loadout from the stronghold like ASAP. There's so much shit in the strongholds. So like, so it's kind of it's kind of a good system that's happening right now. If the Zaya is popping off, you have enough time to kill by vibing out there and then by the time that's done someone already started the stronghold go get your loadout good to go for the rest yeah. of the game don't want to buy it you can see use your money on uavs instead so and it's also so you know it's... they've added stuff for like the grinders of warzone 2 like with the nuke man like the nuke is a really no. exciting thing you don't like it uh, i don't i don't know how people are doing it I swear to goodness, I dev air every single game. That's true. Or every That's second true. game. Every second game. I don't know how the pros are doing I don't, I don't get any dev errors. I, I, my scan and repairs are off the charts right now. It's my game, well, every time I start it, acts like it's the very first time I'm starting it. So I have to set all my settings up every fucking time. Damn, that sucks. And then when I'm flying in, the game freezes. So then when it unfreezes, I'm either dead on the ground or about mm-hmm. to smash into a building. Yeah, like four thousand feet back from where I was gonna fly yeah. to. But like I said, that's the only you gotta keep one of the your, only uh, bad things. Auto parachute thing on Johnny. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I normally pull the shoot as soon as I jump out of the plane. Mm. But thank God you can't get shot down because I'd be dead every fucking game. <laughs> yeah. Going back to the nuke, man. I was watching the other night. Um, Bobby Poffin and Rational. I don't know if you guys saw that, mm. but they were going for the nuke. Without firing a single bullet. How do you do that? How do you get the nuke again? You have to win five games in a row. And then after you win five games, you have to collect four elements. And each one of those elements like does something different. So one of them is like gives you like a like a crown, like the old crowns from Warzone One. Yeah. Uh Plutonium's the other one that like takes a little bit of your health as you hold it. One of them scrambles, uh it it acts as a counter UAV. I don't know what the fourth one does. Um, I don't think it's anything. Yeah, one of them's just regular then. And then you have to take mm. all four of those elements as a four-man squad. And they were doing it as a two-man. You take it as a four-man squad to, like, this little thing drops where you put all the elements in. And then once you put all the elements in, mind you, while you have no UAV, one of your teammates is dying, and you have a constant raider on you telling you, telling the entire lobby where you're at at all times. Uh, you have to put all the elements into the computer and then you have to arm the nuke and then you have to defend the nuke and then you That's have to crazy. make sure nobody uh, diffuses the nuke while it's coming down. It's it's like some real hardcore grinder shit. Yeah. And that's they, cool though. That's that's a good aspect for those type of people. I don't know if they actually yeah. did it, but I was watching Bobby's stream as they were You said in two man Yeah, they did a two man. And as long as you win, like let's say you're on that sixth game and you don't, like, because it's all timed, if you don't complete it, as long as you win the game, you can go for it again. again. So when I watch them, 
they were going for the nuke. The time ran out, but they still won the game. So they'd won six games in a row without shooting a single bullet. And they were actually getting kills. They were running like um, throwing knives, stuns, and and um, bulletproof shields. And bro, they were they were going ham on people. It was crazy. I will say, I don't really run into very sweaty lobbies. No, you don't. I mean, all everybody right. is pretty balanced because of how quickly all the guns kill. So mm-hmm. it's not like yeah. you can really know the difference There's between. No- there's no movement. It all comes down to gun skill at the yeah. end of the day, and just play style. Like I and we knew a lot of the guys knew this going forward. We knew it wasn't going to be a kill kind of game. It was going to be a I don't know, like a playmaker game. I guess you could say, like go for the wins, like strategic wise. Yeah, it wasn't going to be a go berserk, Diaz Biffle every single game. It was going to yeah. be strategy and working as a team. It's kind of like Apex in that respect you know what i mean you don't really see too many it's very unlikely to solo split you can if you get lucky because the ttk again is so fast and if you're shooting people in the back you're okay but the ttk is so fast and you can't run when you're plating they kind of sped it up with the last update actually that's a lie Um, you kind of do like a little shuffle a little quick jog but you can't still you still can't sprint away as we plate which is kind of annoying yeah but no, it's been fun. I love it. How I think have you the, guys been liking the um, proximity chat? Yeah. Yes and no. It all depends. I, I think, think it's I, I always have a blast. I have a blast. I love it. I because... just recently switched to push to talk. Oh. I mean, usually when I play with guys, we're playing in Discord. So nobody can hear us. But that's how you know you're getting close to somebody. Is you start to see that little mm-hmm. red name pop up. And you're like, oh, I hear somebody. Yeah, no, I had it on for like until a couple days ago because mm-hmm. I was just, all my teammates had it off like day two. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I don't give a shit. Like, I want to talk to everybody. But then they were, get, they were getting pissed off because they'd be like, Chove, shut the fuck up. They're going to hear you. And I was yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's I mean, fun. I've had some fun, fun moments so far. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny. Uh, but yeah, I just turned it off. But it was good while it lasted. Mm-hmm. Endgame Has is Timmy annoying. made any videos with it? Has he done Timmy Timmy Two Cans? Yeah, is it the guy that makes all the funny shit and and yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. He sort of runs everybody over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would no, be great. I love, I love the ones. There's this one guy on TikTok I've been seeing. He like sells shit at the gas stations. Oh, I see like, that one. He like collect a bunch of valuable. Yeah, he's funny. I'm liking him right now. I yeah, no, it's just, to check it out. it's so, I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody put out a tweet saying, one of the pros, and was like, I, I'm so upset to see all these content creators like falling off and doing other things when content is at an all time high right now in Warzone. And some people just don't see it. Some people think that content is dead because they can't get their high kill games when literally there's so much content to be done on warzone 2 right now that's what we've been saying whole time it's there's so much you got proximity chat you've got new things in the game you've got literally all kinds of new meta weapons that could be talked about like content is it's it's because you have to kind of get creative now and you can't just go Mm -hmm. get team wipes the game yeah. is still so fresh, man. So people are yeah. trying to figure out, although everything is pretty balanced gun-wise, 
what's the best gun to use how do i tune my gun properly what attachments yes. are going to give me the best well, that- opportunities and adding tuning has created such an like an added level of like strategy to it is how do i want my gun to play i can tune the gun specifically to how i play so it's mm-hmm. it's there's so much stuff like dude i i saw a tiktok the other day these guys had a boxing event in Warzone where they found this mm-hmm. this group of randoms and they're like yo is that the green guys, guys i think so mm-hmm. they're like yo if you guys can knock all of us out we'll let you live or something like that and it was that was 100 percent the green guys just yeah. in the middle of a game they just had this boxing fight and it was it was so funny yeah, content content is great right now a lot of cool ones that i'm seeing um is people are mixing the old modern warfare 2 clips with the new modern warfare 2 clips on the similar maps like mm. people doing high-rise trick shots um and quarry trick shots and merging the clips those videos are fire yeah like it's yeah i mean that's hard for people to do because who was clipping shit back in one for two and who would still have that Mm -hmm. for the people that do like you gotta keep it that's why you gotta have an external hard drive content is endless right now and i'm so excited for especially for fluid with the recruitment challenge we got so much that we can do yeah I'm hoping we get a big uh, diversity of creators in this challenge that we can work on all roles. Like, you know, we can get some Warzone people doing their Warzone content, do some, you know, variety streamers doing their thing, and then just do some collaborations of everything else. Um, because there's so many new games coming out for the variety streamers. All the Pokemon just came out. Warzone's doing crazy. Like, everything's, like, happening right now for content. Like, there's so much new shit and for some reason, everyone is negative. All the content creators are negative. Whoa, whoa. Joe is positive, bro. Don't Joe put Joe in that category. I watched, I watched his YouTube video last night of him being a car salesman. Uh, <laughs> yes. I had to check yeah. that out. God it dang funny. it. It was funny. Um, well, yeah, it's just like... Funny. So with <sighs> the, uh, how is everything going with the Fluid Recruitment Challenge? Hashtag Fluid Recruitment Challenge. Make sure you guys are submitting your clips... Uh, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff. If I mean, it's too late now, but too late. still do it because you never know. We might. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're gonna release much more information until Tuesday, right? Yeah. Or Wednesday? Yeah, Tuesday we'll drop the next step for all of them. We put them all in a group chat together. So, so out of all the people that we've picked so far, who who kind of is there anybody that kind of stands out to you? Uh, I mean, you you guys are two of the head honchos, so I don't know if you want. I'm to not gonna information say. I'm not gonna say who they are, but yeah. there's three people in there that i think that have Mm. an advantage over the others because i like checking out everybody's socials i see like i see what people need to work on and kind of how to network and like Mm. create content and then i see like people that have that foundation already and they just need like a boost and i think that's that's really what's going to separate the people is how bad do you want it yeah i'm not saying i mean we're a small org, right? So people, and I and I do appreciate that the people that are in the challenge, they don't think they're going to get paid like this twenty thousand dollar a month contract, right? To go which sit in the be. house and which, <laughs> so they can go sit in the house and not create content, right? Um, so uh, who's that? What's that guy's name? Frosty. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, the hundred thieves mean, kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah Frosty. Uh, but, uh, 
no, there's some there's some good potential. Like I there's and honestly last night I think it was. When did we do our when did we open the group chat? When did we start Yesterday, that? Yesterday, last night. It yeah. was last night. Last night. So instantly, like within minutes, I got DMs. And like You did? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got hey, nice. do, you, do you have a minute to talk? And like I don't really know. Like outside of the guys that and girls that uh join outside of fluid, I don't really know them. Uh a lot of them were new, I didn't follow them, they didn't follow me. Yep. It just came to be. So a lot of them a couple of them introduced them like, hey, do you have a minute? And one of them I knew. He was the one who reached out on behalf of the rest. And I was like, Yeah, what's up? He's like, just join my court. I joined and there's six of them in there. And I was like, Oh hey, like six of the creators in there? Yeah, yeah, I recognized them. I was like, Oh, you guys uh you guys are in the challenge, right? They're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, You guys all know each other? They're like, yeah, 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 we're all trying out. I was like, oh, that's sick. And um, low-key, these guys already have a content house. Yeah. Wow. Like, shit, shit that you just don't know. Yep. Um, it's like, I'm excited. I, I'm gonna, I was going to talk to Johnny about this, but like, I hope in these people's interviews and submissions, um, they really dive deep into more of their personal shit than just, like, their and I, I will say that, day, like, Mm-hmm. Before, I don't mean to cut you off, but like that's oh, what we want to see in these videos. We don't want to see. We want to see who you are, with that mm-hmm. mixture of gameplay and gameplay that you play. Like, we want to see what that is. Like, and that's what I said. Like, be creative about it. It doesn't have to be like the phase one type video, but don't just submit a montage. It's not what we want. Exactly. And we uh, want to know. We want the gaming yeah. and you. Like, I don't follow Repulse on YouTube. Because he puts out good gaming clips. I follow Repulse on YouTube because he's a fucking positive energy. And he brings so much more to the table than just a video game. And that's what I kind of liked about those kids reaching out, introducing themselves. And just like, I was kind of like, why don't you like let more people know about that? Like, I didn't see it anywhere on your Twitter or whatever that yeah. you're in a fucking content house with other people living the dream. Yeah, well. But it's like that's that's sick, and they have plans to add another person to the house if it works out with the guy's job and shit. Like, I mean, there's so much more than just your gaming. All these people do is advertise their game, their game, their game. You got IRL shit going on. Post that shit too. People want to. That's what people want to follow you for. People follow you for you, not always just because you're. I mean, there's only one person that and, people follow for gaming, and that's Diaz Biffle, and there and will people, never be another Diaz Biffle. And I always say, dude, people always overthink content. Like, mm. they think, oh, I can't edit something into doing that. Just watch a video and learn how to edit and f- and get some transitional things. And that's how you can make anything. Like, I could be throwing a fishing rod, but I bet you I can edit the video to make mm. it look exciting. Just yeah. throwing out a fishing rod into water, right? Like, And they're like, oh, well, I don't have this big-ass camera that's $10,000. Guess what? You don't need one. I follow so four professional professional photographers that mm-hmm. show you how to do everything on your smartphones if you're a small creator and i see a lot of people if you watch the pros when they post like their setups and shit they always i love the ones that talk about please do not do this when you start like don't you try don't and be to. like me you do not need to be you need a gaming monitor you need a fucking ten dollar keyboard or mouse especially if you're a controller player like yes i bought a little light 
keyboard that looks nice with my gaming setup, but it wasn't expensive. I bought the cheapest one possible. You don't yeah. need a keyboard and mouse. It's expensive if you're a controller player. I see these controller players with the fucking top of the line keyboard and mouse. Like if that's not where your budget needs to go, yeah, well, that's fine. I just bought it for the lights. Yeah, I got steel fine. series. It's not yeah. top of the line. Some at all. people, I paid some people so do. much money for my shit, dude. Mm-hmm. But dude, I, mean, I get like, twenty so more I, FPS because they are. I went. I oh. went to. You bring up an interesting point. Where's my drink? Shelf, because um, I'm one of those guys. I don't have that much money. I don't make a lot of money. But I wanted to splurge on this one thing because it was like the one big thing I had purchased myself in a really, 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 really long time. So I wanted to go all out for it. Because, you know, unlike a console that comes out every couple of years, a PC could last you 10, 12 years, however long you take care of it for. And exactly. upgrade the parts and blah, blah, blah. So, 2020, I purchased um, the uh, Razer Huntsman Elite keyboard. Let me tell you, that thing is durable as shit. It is. He's dropped a glass of water on it every podcast episode. Yes. This thing has been through hell. I paid. I'm gonna. I, I'm. I'm not very taboo like money uh, about money like some people are. So I paid 250 bucks for it. Um. I barely like if you asked me to play a full game of Warzone on keyboard and mouse. Uh, I'd be lost. Yeah, I paid I 250 lost. for this thing when it just came out. I don't know if it just came out, but it was fairly new. I went to Best Buy the other day. They had it there for $90. Um, I was very upset about that. And then I have the Logitech G Pro Wireless, which at the time I purchased it was the best gaming mouse you could get. And I paid $150 for that. And now it's $29.99. It's, it's like 70 bucks. Yeah. So, and um, this is my controller, wired Xbox controller. Um, it's yeah, not I'm even sure actual Xbox shit. branded. It's like a thirty dollar uh, uh, Best Buy Xbox yeah, controller what? that the sound port doesn't even work to. So if I try to plug my headphones into the controller, uh, it literally sounds like I'm on uh, the seventh row of a Boeing seven forty seven in my mm. headset so that's yeah. first class bro. yeah yeah it's terrible so that that hit a little close to home for me show no it's, i mean everyone just i see so many people want to just like they think that if they want to be like a pro they have to have everything like a pro yeah like that's why the pro i love the pros to say it's this is not what to do this is where i am now but this is where I was before. Yeah. I played on that same goddamn folding table that you're on right now. Please do not go spend money on a $300 gaming L-shaped desk with three monitors. Time, most of the time, they get that shit for free, bro. It's sponsored. Exactly. It's they all don't pay sponsored. for that stuff, bro. Yeah, exactly. Even bro, yeah. the, the $5,000 gaming PC setups that they're playing on, dual PC, 4090 yeah. 17,000 terabytes of storage running on 480 frames on every game you could imagine they didn't pay a dime for it paradox is giving them a good deal on that for sure shout out paradox yep. he built my shit mm -hmm. paradox is my dog yeah which i mean like it's fine but at the end of the day they earned that shit yeah they didn't just go in out one day and be like hey i'm just gonna spend 5k on this gaming setup 
but then there's certain things that you need to do. Like for me, like for you, you bought yourself, you feel like you earned a keyboard and a mouse. You went and did it. But you didn't go crazy and buy a fucking thousand dollar desk and other shit with it. No, you prioritize what you wanted then you went and did that. You did it gradually. For me, I was kind of losing passion. And so I bought a new desk and I changed up my setup like gradually. And it gave me the passion vibey. again to be in my room. It was vibey. Give me the passion to be back here doing content. And with school coming up, I thought it would be nice to have something more aesthetically pleasing and just get me in the zone for when I need to do school or games. But it's gradual. Like all these people try to spend so much money on something right away. And it's, it's not, it's not worth it. Like right now, um, I see everyone's like talking about what's best for controller, scuff, battle beaver. Like right now with what Warzone's at, like nothing. You don't need to slide cancel anymore. You don't need to B hop anymore. You don't need paddles. Just go buy a regular default controller. Modern Warfare was great for scuffs because it was movement based. The whole game was movement based. Nowadays, it's just gun skill. Change your settings to stick and move. Go buy a regular default controller. That's what I'm doing with my scuff breaks. I'm not going back spending shit ton of money on scuff. Yeah. When this movement isn't involved in the game anymore, I never press them. The odd time when I dick around and dolphin dive just for fun, not because I was actually doing it for yeah, exactly. Gameplay wise, <laughs> like my paddles are useless on the back of my controller now. Let's go save some money. Yeah, just because Biffle and all of them have a scuff controller because they're sponsored for it doesn't mean you need to use one, especially nowadays. They don't. If they have, if they have slide canceling it. back to the game. I will uh, get a scuff again, but moving forward, I'm saving some money. You don't need them anymore. You don't need paddles. And you can buy paddles on Amazon. So I was telling my buddy, I don't have enough for a scuff. Well, you can buy paddles on Amazon for $24.99. And clip them on your controller. There you go. Shit like that. But, yeah, it's all priorities. Or go get a second job. Use that income for your gaming shit. Yeah. You really, If you really want to do it. Or an eighth job, like Shove. Yeah. Or you could just, uh, you know, be like Mason. <laughs> Work 13 hours 13 a day, 13 hour baby. days, baby. 13. You know how it goes. Oh, Whatever God. you gotta do. But I, I think that's a good thing, too. It's about, um, you know, it's uh, for stuff like that. How much mm. how much are you willing to sacrifice now? How How, how bad do you want it? You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of had that mindset, right? When I was streaming, when I, when I started streaming, it's like I want to have all the best stuff already, because I, 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 I have to. I, in my mind, right? I'll give you how it was in my mind. I saw Nick Merckx and Tim Tatman and all that. I'm like, I need to compete with those guys. So my yep. stream has to be the best quality. I have to have the best setups, the best background, the best monitor, camera. Because I need to come, I'm trying to compete with these. I'm trying to take viewership away from those guys, and there's no mm -hmm. way a viewer's gonna want to sit through my stream if I don't have the best sounding quality. You know, my game's not running on however many frames. People, aren't, people aren't gonna want to sit through my shit and watch me instead of those guys. I mean, I have to have something that at least evens the odds a little bit. But it's mm -hmm. it's not even about that. It's most like even you said about repulse, right? You don't follow him for just his gameplay. You follow him because of the type of person he is. So it's like, who are you? Yeah, you could be like a Diaz Biffle or an Aiden and just be 
insane at the game and blessed with the thumbs of the mm-hmm. gods. But if you have no personality, it's really no mm-hmm. point. Be a person. Yeah. Be a person yeah. and then you're a gamer. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, yourself. it's you versus you. Yeah, of yeah. course. It's you versus you at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah, you're not fighting against, you're not competing against Nick Merckx, you're not competing against anybody else. It's just you versus you. Mm-hmm. That's it. You'd be better than you were yesterday. That's a win. You're never going to be better than Nick Merckx was yesterday. And even if it's 1%, it's still a yeah. W. Exactly. You don't it's have to get better 90% every day, even if it's mm-hmm. 1% better. It's funny you say that because that's what we preach to our guys that that we work with on the team every single practice every single ice time we ask that you get one percent better yep not two Kobe Bryant. three fucking one percent better that's all it is that's all it is yep. you do that every single day you work every single day to be one percent better that's 365 percent a year better than 100 percent better every day is a lot of time to work on yourself You'll never have another 12-5-2022 again. This is the only one you get. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow it's 12-6. It's the only one you're going to get. And guess what? If you had a shitty day today... There's tomorrow. Tomorrow's brand new. It is. Mm-hmm. The sun's always going to come up the next day. Well, and that's say always... But yes, sorry. I mean, if no, you're in Canada, if you're in Canada, Canada, yeah, it's once every it's twelve months or so, you know. Yeah, sorry. I'm just saying, it is. Is you gotta make the most of every day, right? That's why one percent better is great. Positivity, mm-hmm. peace, love, and positivity, young Sinatra. Yeah, and it 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 kind of keeps um coming back to the same thing, but I think gaming and mental health, dude, go like side by side. Yeah, it's so important. And you know, I like like I'll, I'll kind of lead it. I I keep doing it, but I'll keep I'll lead it back into my own personal life. You know, I'm I'm going through a lot of you know struggles internally, and just a lot of things that's going on in the personal life that are um, less than ideal. You know, um, and it's sometimes, dude, it's really tough. It's really tough because you got to wake up, dude. And I, you know, I, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that I am kind of struggling with depression at this point and maybe I always have been but I just didn't really know how to label it or I was too prideful to admit that this is what I've been going through and you you, you it's like as men too we're kind of taught that you you gotta be strong you can't show emotion you can't be weak you can't be vulnerable um, and so instead of talking about these things that kind of eat away at us we don't until it's too late or, you know, we blow up or, you know, you know, in, in those really sad cases, you know, you see guys take their lives. Um, and, and mental health is something that affects everybody, but I, I can only speak to how it affects me as a man. Um, and it's, totally agree. it just gets really tough, man. And you, you get to a point where you're like, fuck dude, I, I, I can't, I don't have a, a magic remote control that I can press mute or I can press fast forward and get through this problem on the other end and then just, I, I don't have to experience it. You got to wake up every single day 
and deal with the 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 life you're you're in right now it's like dude how how can i do this i i can't keep doing this i can't and um it's been really tough and it's um it's one of those things where it's probably only going to get worse before it gets better but it's about persevering right and you can't let today's version of you give up on the promise of what tomorrow has you know what i mean because today today's version to i'm right now i'm living for that eli two months six months a year from now who is going to be on the other side of all this bullshit that's going on and and is going to be able to enjoy it although it's the same me it's like i gotta live for that guy and then i gotta live for the beautiful girl that's gonna come home in a couple hours i gotta live for her so that we can enjoy it together you know what i mean exactly um, it's i mean it it was just that that's like a prime example of that i don't maybe didn't go through but i shared this this pathway picture in the fluid chat the other day right where it said this is where you started when you were born and this is where you are now and then in between those two dots there was a bunch of like pathways that were dark because those 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 are the opportunities you didn't take and this is where you are now but here's the same fucking pathways for the future i mean not the same ones but you still have all these pathways like life's not over just because you didn't do that opportunity or didn't succeed here or you know this didn't go the way you wanted to go there's still the future like but as i as you said dude it's super tough it's super tough and mine puts a block yeah uh, dude i'm I'm gonna be honest if when i moved to dallas if it if i didn't start fluid gaming i'm gonna be totally honest with you i don't know if i'd be here right now because I moved somewhere where I knew nobody, right? And I'm not a big go out bar type of person, so I'm not like gonna meet people guy going to a bar or whatever. Then COVID hit pretty much as soon as I moved here. Dude, if I didn't have the fluid family and the gamers that I was playing with pretty much every day through the weekend, whatever, and yeah, I live in Texas, but four months of that, not shit was open. Like just because Texas didn't go by the law or the rules, whatever, restaurants closed down, people closed down. There was no social activities. Then I, you know, I met this group that riding bikes, and that that's how I got back into that. But like, dude, without gaming, I wouldn't like. It got me through that tough fucking time, like all you guys did. And it's just, it's crazy to think about. But yeah, I mean, that's just, it's nuts. So I don't know. That's my take on it. But yeah, I mean, dude, that's the same thing with me. Like depression, like you said, maybe it's just because we haven't labeled it that way. That we didn't know what it was, but that's what it is. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's scary, bro. It really is. But it's like the first step. And <laughs> this is like a funny thing, you know. But with, um, you know, growing up, my parents were were addicts. So I, would, I was always around like AA and A and stuff like that. And uh, one of the first steps uh, is admitting you have a problem is the first step to solving it. Yeah. So, you know, f- for me personally, it's it's like brushing off those emotions and those feelings is like uh, you're just having a bad day. 
instead of taking a step back and being like, nah, there's a bigger, there's a deeper issue yeah. here. This is rooted in something that's a little bit deeper than just a bad day. There's no reason yeah. that they're like, you know, somebody cuts me off on the freeway and I'm fucking ready to, you know, do whatever mm-hmm. or um, my sports team loses and I'm just, you know, whatever. And it's shit that like shouldn't bring you to tears just like tears you apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you realize that it's it's not that it's everything that's before that, um, and it's uh it's just so important for for everybody to just talk about this stuff, dude. And that's like feel open enough, feel like secure enough. And I, I nobody ever wants to bother, especially guys. We don't want to bother anybody else with this shit. You know what I mean? You don't want to you don't want to bring dude. this up to somebody and and make their problem is or make your problems theirs. But we you have to. You have yep. to, as scary as as you know, you might think that they'll never see you the same way again. It doesn't matter. You got to get that kind of shit off your chest, man, because it just eats you. It eats you alive, and it's so unhealthy. It's the small things, that, dude, and like that's why I always try my best to be positive when I go to work, when I go to the grocery store. Like every time I'm checking out the grocery store, dude. I say their name. I'm like, thank you very much. And whoever it was like, it's the small things in life. And a lot of times you can see the smile in their face when you use their name instead of just, you know, oh, another person just checking out or doing whatever. Like it's the little things that can make someone's day. Yeah. Because if we were in crossing, I don't know what you're going through in your life, but if you said, what's up, how you doing or whatever, you know, we're standing in line to get coffee or whatever. It's like, you don't know what I was going through or what they were going through. Mm-hmm. you know so it's just it's the little things in life that keep it going and you just never know when you're going to make someone else's day so I'm always about peace love and positivity and that's how I try to live my life to the best I can do it Yeah. am I like that all the time no I'm human so yep it's just about coming out on top man it's Sometimes it's not about coming out of tops, but coming out. Coming out, yeah. exactly. You don't have to exactly. be on top. No, you can build your way to the top later. Just get the fuck out. Yep. So. Yeah. I think that's uh, <laughs> that's like an important thing that that people don't realize, and then, like even me just now, you know, another moment of like, if I'm not winning, I'm losing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's okay to just draw even, man. Just make it out. Dude, it was best example because he posted on Twitter, and I think his growth is like fantastic. Is Roman from his tragic event to how he's promoting his mental health and all this stuff now? And what really he made a tweet the other day that really hit me was he actually said his content. He loves doing content. He loves what he's making. And he can't wait for the future. That man has been in fluid for probably two years or something. A very long time. I have never seen him tweet something like that. I was so fucking happy when he did. Yeah. And like he made me like that. That made me feel good. Right. That just made me feel good. I probably had no fucking part of doing that. But seeing him just being friends with him and seeing him post that. It just made my whole entire day. It was fantastic to see. It's crazy what positivity can do. Because, like, that man's going to be tough to beat in their crewman challenge. That man has yeah. been putting out fucking content 
like nobody else lately. Yeah. I mean, the, like, even the other recruitment challenges he's done, the videos yeah. he's put out. I mean, they're dude, they're super creative. Yeah, and they all have like Easter yeah. eggs in it. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a good crazy. mind, man. He's got a great mind, and he's got a he's got a really kind heart, and man, he's hungry That's for it. it. He's hungry mm -hmm. for it. Yep. And that's all you can ask for, man. Is just be hungry, be mm -hmm. willing to take the risk, be willing to make those moves that other people won't make, and that's that's how people become successful. No matter no matter what, it's all about give and get, man. That's what life's about. You can't have it all. You can't have it all. And if you want to be a content creator, guess what? You can't go out and have your your typical social life, right? You can't do that. To me, yeah. this is social. What we're doing is social. You might not be sitting in my room, or we might not be at the bar talking about this, or whatever. But this is still social. It's just get those mainstream connotations out of your brain, and dude, life is great. Yeah, it's all about thinking about the one percent. It's the one percent of people that make it. And if you're not doing what the other one percent you think will be doing, I mean. There's no question. You think, who were we talking about earlier? We were talking about MJ. We were talking about Kobe. We were talking about, you know, all those guys. Do you think they were out fucking partying? Or no, going out for the, lunch? The documentary weekend? with the USA basketball team. They, they said they were all getting back from the bar in Vegas, and Kobe was there in his gear going down to go work out at 4.30 in the morning. And guess what that started? Okay. You saw yeah. LeBron in there. You saw D Wade in there. Then guess who mm -hmm. else joined? The rest of the fucking team. But at the same that, time, back then was different because you're talking about yes, the one percent. But I'm talking about the one percent of all professional sports. Like everyone in the NBA right now is one percent. You could say. Well, yeah, but people play basketball. But nowadays, you know how hard it is to get to a professional sport. Probably well, it's ten million times harder than it was back then. Well, no, hundred so percent. You, you have to work even harder. I guarantee you, there's not a 15. A kid, the kid who's probably sitting right now, 15 years old, he's probably he's probably asleep right now because it's 1 a.m. Well, what I'm saying is, if you want to be the champ, you have to put in the work. Just because mm -hmm. you made it to the NBA doesn't mean you have to stop working. That's that you true. can stop, like, and no, that's no, what Kobe no, did. And that's what I was saying. Like, it never mm -hmm. ends. No, it doesn't. Yeah, but like, there is. If you want to be the best, and if you want to make to that one percent, you can't take breaks. I mean. Those the people who take breaks, unfortunately, aren't the ones that. And I say that all the time. I'm like, it. dude, there's gonna become those burnouts you have, or those you know those obstacles you're just gonna have to face them head on and plow through. There's no breaking because guess what? All the momentum you've just built is gone mm -hmm. when you come back. Mm -hmm. Or if you feel, I think you mentioned this before. Somebody mentioned this. If you can feel a burnout coming out, push through a little fucking harder. Like just do whatever you need to do to push harder build up some extra content so that you can take a week off so you still have your posts coming out but you take a fucking break from recording yep. get yourself ahead relax because you knew the burnout was coming and then get back on the grind once you're feeling better but don't just uh, yes nope. sometimes shit happens sometimes shit happens you need a break for some people yes but if you can feel it coming, fucking prepare for it. Like, I guarantee you, if you want it bad enough and you're a content creator and you play the game for, let's say, the average person plays, what, one hour a night? The yeah. average person, two hours a night? Yep. You should have been able to get, you know, two other people, two other clips, three other clips 
That's enough for three days work. You do that two nights, push through two more nights, there's six clips. That's six days off you can take. If you just prioritize, get with a couple people say, hey, I'm not feeling the greatest, boys. I need some content. Can you help me out? Let's make some fucking content tonight. I need a break. Just, it's all about priorities. Yep. Being aware. Like, Structure like and Chill discipline. Said, yeah. Like Chill said, it's realize never about motivation. Yeah, realize what Chill... Like Chill said, he realized, he took... He took that, there's a bigger picture here. I'm not just tired. I'm not just... You know, he, something more was going on. He needed a break. See that shit. Prepare for it. Yep. Take your break. But Stop relying yeah. on motivation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta prepare. And if you know time. you're, you know if it's something that you struggle with frequently, then you know you know that. Prepare for that. Plan, yeah, that. make a plan around it. Like, mm -hmm. hundred percent agree. When you're having a good day, fucking work like crazy that good day. Make the most out of it, so that when you have a bad day, you're prepared. You have shit that you need to do. Whether that's fucking gaming, whether that's just life, you know, be prepared. Know what's going on, even if you don't know what's going on. Always have a, some type of plan. A, B, C. Yep. But at the end of the day, there is no books, so. You have, to, no... you have to do it for yourself, right? You have to figure out what fits for you, mm -hmm. and that's super important. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, boys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, when's this? When's this uh, podcast coming out? Probably what? Two weeks? A week? Probably about Hopefully a week. week. Yeah. Probably about a week. week. Yeah. I don't have yes, anything. We'll be. Up. We'll be phase two of recruitment Should challenge. Be deep in phase two, yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, here towards the end of this episode of the Work in Progress podcast, we do have quite an announcement for you. Um. It's a bittersweet one, but I will let the man himself tell you more. Go ahead, sir. I don't know if it's bittersweet for me, but I will be stepping down as CEO of Flu Gaming. And that is my so. co-host, CEO Johnny, who will now be just called Johnny. <laughs> well, yeah. so we'll, big things on the horizon, so we'll yeah. see. By the time you guys have heard this, everybody in Fluid pretty much knows. Um, no, nobody knows. Uh, no. At this point. Well, they nobody know. will know yet. No. Well, they'll know when this comes out. Yeah, you have to. Now oh, you have no, to do your you didn't. Oh, yeah, now. No, now, you, now didn't, you, you didn't. I forgot. That was all right. The coops cut all this out. Okay, cut it all never out. mind. The coops. This is none of this is going in. None of this is going in. Why is this not going in? I thought you just said cut that all out. Why? He's kidding, I think. Yeah, Johnny's just gonna have to release an announcement after this podcast goes live. The coops don't cut anything out. Leave it all in. <laughs> Damn it. I forgot Johnny, you, you said that. His, I was Johnny's joking. His own mess. Let him clean it up. I was one of the first people to know then. It's not my own mess. You sent that It'll be great. Group chat. Man, I was one of four people probably, including Chauffeur and another gentleman. Yeah. I didn't know. You didn't know? No, this is news. You, really? I Here's mean, it's a hot take, right? I mean, I know what's next. <laughs> Damn, time. we fucked this all up. I, yeah, this is... <laughs> 
it's this, people this, don't know what to think. People don't know. No, what to yeah, think. this is this is throwing us all for a loop. The last two years of my or life. Did I know? What'd you say? I know. I or know. Did I know? I know what's next too. I mean. I mean. I know. What's I don't next. think. I don't think anybody knows what's next. I know what's next. Gaming, besides the fact that we are going up. I know what's next. Full tide, baby. What's next? I don't. I can't What's that next? that 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 would be an internet breaker right there. We can't we can't discuss this that. guy. This guy. Anyway, um, I think this might be the uh, Twitter intro for this podcast advertisement. Little little tea has been spilt. Little Damn. tea has been spilt. Yeah. Um, Johnny is uh, he's leaving us for good. Well, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I mean, some people need to know Come what's on, stepping dude. away. Come on, dude. Can you give me a CEO. thumbnail? Jesus. <laughs> but, uh... The last two years of my life has been spent with this man at the helm. I've seen him grow. I've seen him change. I remember when when I first started with this organization... The man at the head of the table is a little guy I like to call FG Psycho, a.k.a. 13-Hour Mason. The man who brought me into the organization, who birthed me. It's true. That is true. Um, I met Johnny, and uh, he would refuse to text me back in anything but one-word answers with a period at the end. Still to that. I mean... It's really? the same. I, I'm getting a couple more words. I, I was going to say, I get the same thing. This guy, this guy, dude, it's like the most passive aggressive text messages of all I'm time. Still, I'm still new, though. I'm still We new, went like a so week and new. a half without, without filming, right? And he's like, so what? Podcast is done? <laughs> We're done? And I'm like, dude, what the hell is up with you? This man, uh, this man did the same thing. So uh, we, we're going to start back up with fitness in January, right? Johnny does a fucking fitness routine still not used in the goddamn Google Drive. Oh, man, well, I need, I need, I need to make all the posts one time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh, I guess spoiler um, alert. Hate on Johnny moment. Back now. in January. More yeah. fluid fitness coming back in January, yes. I guess. Yes. So that, that was just released. I'm really excited for the fluid fitness to come back as I myself have started a new diet, looking to lose a bundle of weight here over the next couple months. So we'll see how that goes, documenting that process a little bit. So, are you doing anything? Are you doing another podcast before the new year? I'm hoping to. I have a, a huge, huge podcast. Okay. That I Because we got to let the people know Johnny's what's going to be happening. Johnny's not even... Aware. He's, he's not even... Let's I think just, I know. find out about this one through Shove, so let's just. I think say, I, I think I know. What I do you mean you had to find? You're you're the one who posted on Twitter and said yeah, yeah, yeah. coming up yeah, on because, coming up on working because progress. I gotta get gotta get shit going, man. You're right. Yeah. Man, you're right. Sometimes you just gotta leave me out of it and just point me in the direction we're going and all. What, yeah. Going. What is that? What is that saying? Act now. Ask questions later. or Some shit. Um. Yeah. But I'm. I'm. I am working on a podcast. I'll give you a little bit here towards the end for those of you. That am I still going to be in it or no? We'll see. That's yet to God be. God dang I'll, it. I'll have to speak with the new CEO and see what they say. 
Um, this guy. But I am in talks, trying to get something done with a pardon streamer with a few million Twitch followers. That's a million with an M. One of the biggest streamers on Twitch trying to get something done. I can't even believe that it's it's even relatively possible this early into this, but um, stay tuned for that. Everybody loves you, chill. Everybody loves you. People do like yeah, me. What's not somehow. to like? So, that's a fuck your American. If you if you guys have any like guesses as to who you think it might be, tag me on Twitter, and I will do some type of giveaway for the person that gets it right. Uh, if they get it right, so. Nobody, nobody, literally nobody knows about this except for me and the person that I'm talking to, I, who's talking to the person I, know. I want to talk to. I know. He thinks he knows. We'll talk about I it I do later. know. Anyway. Someone was someone was talking about it during our Warzone game the night. I'm Man, the man's leaking his own shit. We're going to have to talk about this. Off the, off the <laughs> anyway. I didn't say anything. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Work in Progress. I think this is a very productive episode, and I'm very happy to have uh, these two guys with me, um, Johnny, for what seems to be the last time. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I hope you guys continue to tune in. Um, you know, tell your friends, tell your family, listen to this on a road trip, or you know, just be sure that if you do nothing else, reach out to somebody if you're struggling. It's the most important thing. You're not a coward. You're not less of a man or a woman or, you know, you are just you. You are loved. You are important. And we need you to stick around. So thank you guys and have a great night. Peace.